Welcome to the CBS podcast. My name is Sofia Besh and I'm here with Rem Kortovay to talk about Turkey. After the events of last weekend and the dust starting to settle a little bit, I'm going to ask Rem five questions about what the attempted coup in Turkey means for Turkey, for Turkey's allies and for the region more broadly. Ready? Yes. Good. First question. How should we understand Erdogan's reaction? So he himself has said that the coup was a gift from God and he was really quick to initiate purges of the military and the judiciary. So one way to understand uh, Erdogan's response to the attempted coup is to say that this has created an opportunity for him to uh, consolidate his power um, even more and to basically do what he otherwise would have attempted to do through a democratic electoral process, which is to turn the Turkish state into a, a system where the president has full control. Um, you can look at his purges and uh, the steps that he has taken uh, since the attempted coup as uh, one big power grab. He is casting a very wide net in these purges and it leads to the question whether they are indeed measured and proportionate to um, uh, to, to, to the level of the attempted coup and also most importantly whether they um, that the purges are uh, uh, taken with full respect of uh, the rule of law. So there are a lot of questions about what's going to happen to the literally tens of thousands of people that have been affected by these purges. Um, some people have been or many people have been arrested, even more have been suspended. Um, are these people permanently outside of the system, so to speak, or will they be rehabilitated at some point? Uh, Erdogan's focus has been on uh, the police, the military, the finance ministry, the education ministry, law enforcement, the judiciary, and it is a, a very important and pertinent question to ask, well, what's going to happen to these people, but also how will this impact Erdogan's ability or the Turkish government's ability to actually govern? What does all of this mean for Turkey-EU relations? So Erdogan has been a crucial but quite difficult partner for the European Union over recent years. How is it going to change now? So I think there is um, ample reason to be very concerned about the state of EU-Turkey relations following uh, uh, the events uh, of, of over the past couple of days. Uh, one particular issue is that uh, Erdogan has hinted at uh, the potential reinstatement of the death penalty. In other words, uh, hinting at uh, some of these military officers could be uh, could be uh, sentenced to death for their for their involvement. Many uh, European politicians and policymakers have said that this would put so much stress on the current uh, uh, EU accession process that it might have to be frozen. Uh, another important element that I would point to is that is the EU visa liberalization regime. Um, so in June, the decision was made by the Commission to pre pretty much allow visa liberalization to happen as part of the EU migration deal. Uh, but uh, there were a number of outstanding areas where reforms on the side of Turkey were still required, most notably reforms on anti-terrorism legislation. Well, I think we can forget that that anti-terror legislation is going to be reformed. Is that going to spell the end of the visa liberalization deal? My guess is uh, um, probably yes. Uh, that it will in turn have cascading effects on uh, the EU-Turkey migration deal and cause another headache for Europe in terms of its ability to manage the refugee crisis. 
But how much of a difference does it really make for the refugee crisis if that deal does no longer stand? Well, if the EU-Turkey migration deal collapses, there will be a blame game between Turkey and the EU. This will sour relations even further. But the EU will probably very quickly point out that the EU-Turkey deal was never going to be the silver bullet that solves the refugee crisis. In fact, what uh, um, we should then uh, take into consideration are some of the broader steps that, that Europe has taken in terms of managing uh, uh, the, the, the amount of refu the, the refugee flows, uh, its ability to close the Balkan route, the discussions with the Western Balkan countries, with Macedonia. Um, also, I think we have to remember that we are entering a, a period in Europe where there are a lot of political campaigns taking place, not in the least in Germany, which has played that central role in shaping the EU-Turkey deal. And Merkel has been disappointed time and again uh, by Erdogan in her uh, negotiations with him. And she will most likely not be willing to bend over backwards again to uh, placate uh, 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 Turkish foot dragging on uh, on reforms that, uh, that Erdogan has committed himself to. And so very likely you would see a much stronger response from Merkel and a much stronger willingness to take steps herself potentially even closing borders if push comes to shove. So I don't think that the EU-Turkey deal necessarily means that the, EU that the EU migration crisis will be similar to what it was a year or a year and a half ago. Let's talk about the other big European alliance. What are the implications of the attempted coup and its aftermath for NATO? How does this all affect Turkey's value as an ally? One of the questions it raises is if you Uh, fire one-third of your uh, general officers corps that uh, it will affect the uh, command and control uh, in the Turkish military in the Turkish armed forces and this will raise questions within a NATO framework about how capable and how how, how uh, um, effective the Turkish military is uh, secondly uh, it will uh, mean that the Turkish armed forces will be, be become much more inward looking I mean is there a chance that uh, that more purges take place so people will be uh, uh, trying to cover their their, their backs um, that's not helpful in a, in a, in a NATO context uh, another issue I would point to is um, the uh, relationship that NATO and particularly the, the United States has with the Interlake Air Base so Interlake is a central uh, uh, component in um, the uh, battle against IS, both in Iraq and in Syria. Many of the, or most of the U.S. sorties, they actually take place from Interlake Air Base. And Interlake is also the base which is most heavily implicated as being a hotbed for the coup plotters. Um, and this means that from a perspective of Turkish politics, there is, um, uh, the, the link is made between Interlake and potential U.S. involvement in, uh, in, in the coup. Um, now, whether that's right or wrong, um, it, it at least creates the possibility for much stronger anti-Americanism in the Turkish political debate, which is not helpful at a period when NATO is really trying to uh, get its act together in terms of its approach to the South. Finally, let's look at broad implications for the region. Um, we've seen that over the last months, Erdogan has been building ties with non-Western authoritarians in Iraq, in Egypt, and in Russia. Does that mean that he's turning his back on Europe? So I think I think you're right. I think what we are seeing is a more uh, uh, a shift away from Western engagement, and uh, I believe that when it comes to the EU accession process, we might have reached an inflection point with the aftermath of this coup attempt, and that we are likely to see a real decision 
um, whether Erdogan is indeed committed to becoming a member of the EU or not. A lot of this will become clearer as Erdogan stops or continues his purges or does or does not reinstate the death penalty. Um, but we also have to remember that economically, Turkey is very much dependent on uh, international investment flows that might become jeopardized if Turkey does indeed uh, turn its back completely towards Europe. Uh, Turkey is very much dependent on short-term credit loans, has a high current account deficit and large piles of debt. It means that it is dependent on international investment to finance its economy. And those international investors would like to see Turkey continue its European trajectory because um, it allows or puts pressure on the Turkish government to push through structural economic reforms that generally benefit international investors. And so it's still an open question uh, whether this economic argument is able to cushion or moderate some of the uh, worst sides of Erdogan's purges. Thank you, Rem. You're welcome.